Deborah Weber is the executive director of Love Inc. and uh, she has taken over from Carla Weisnan. Um, we are very delighted and very privileged to welcome her. Just before she does, we're going to ask uh, Lynn if you would come forward and um, make a presentation to Deb. Well, I shouldn't say just, I should say just before she speaks because you have to come up to receive this anyway. So Lynn will come, make this presentation, and then Deborah will share with us uh, what God has been doing in loving. As part of our <clears throat> missions giving last year, again, just kind of briefly update you. We had a missions goal of $15,400. We raised a little over 20, so we splitted, or split, split the difference. Um, and Loving's portion of that was $1,564.89. So I have a check this morning for that. So. Things like this make it difficult for me. I get a little emotional. You should have saved this till the end. Because <laughs> I'm always so touched um, by the generosity of this community, and which is all of you and all of the churches. So there's nothing like getting a little emotional, and then you have all these people looking at you, expecting you to say something that is going to be of some interest and value. Um, but um, the Lord is good and provides through all situations, even when we get emotional. And I just pray every time before I come to speak to a group that it'll just be his words, not mine, even though I spend time preparing you know, what those words might be, but he's always so good. To, uh, to provide the message that we need to get out to this community. So our theme this year at Love, Inc. is Helping with Hope. And our theme verse is, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope and power by the Holy Spirit. And that's from Romans 15, 13. And, you know, generally, as you see me speaking today, I'll probably, any verses that are out of the um, good word, I will probably be reading them because I'm always sure I'm going to mess them up. And I see some heads shaking out there. You can relate, you know, or you, or you give your own version of the verse, right? And, um, yeah, so helping with hope, that is what we are focusing on this year at Love, Inc., and I was so pleased to have uh, Pastor Theo invite me here to share that uh, with each of you. One thing I want to make sure everybody understands about Love, Inc., that's the name that is probably most familiar with people in the community. But I want to make sure that you realize that the Inc., the I-N-C of our name, stands for in the name of Christ. So we are love in the name of Christ of greater Hancock County. And that in itself sets us apart from uh, many of the other helping organizations in our community. Everything that we say we do is to bring him glory. We spend a lot of time praying over what we will be saying, doing, and how we will um, proceed forward with um, the ministry as an organization and ministry with individuals. And we want everything that we do to bring him glory. We're here helping people, helping churches help people by verifying needs when people call in. That's a resource that we um, 
have developed over the years and have come up with a wonderful process to do that. At Love Inc., we try to do more than just provide a handout. Often the calls come and that's exactly what they're looking for is a handout, but we want to focus more on hope and transformation. So what more can we do to help this person not be in the same situation the next time uh, an event arrives in their life? How can there be real transformation? And as we all know, all of us sitting in this room know that real transformation only comes from Christ. And that's why it's so important to understand that we are love in the name of Christ and not love incorporated. We're not a dating service, none of that kind of things, okay? So we are love in the name of Christ. And we want to help with hope, with the hope of transforming lives. We strive to build relationships with the individuals that call in. So we take time to listen to their stories, to make them hear valued to um, go deeper than maybe what prompted them initially to call. People often think that our primary focus of Love, Inc. are the individuals that are seeking assistance, and that is a huge part of what we do, but that's really not our mission. Our mission is to mobilize churches to transform lives and communities. Our primary focus is on Brown's Chapel and all the other ch churches that are here in Hancock County. We want to help them help people. We are a network of churches. We don't network with churches. If the churches, if it wasn't for the churches wanting loving to be here, we wouldn't be here. In 2004, we opened our doors to start serving individuals, and that's because some people from various churches got together and said, we need a better way to serve. We need a better way to be mobilized to meet these needs that are coming to our doors because every church is not equipped with every single ministry to meet all the needs. But working together, these churches can meet so many more needs and Brown's Chapel knows that Trinity Park or Park Chapel or Bradley or a host of other churches, that they've got their back when there's a need that comes through your door, that you don't have to have the food pantry, you don't have to have the clothing ministry, you don't have to have gas cards, you don't have to have all of those items, and you also don't have to have the staff to verify if those needs are legitimate legitimate. That's something that we can take care of at Love, Inc. Now, our vision for Love, Inc. is that our community, Hancock County, would be transformed by faith, not by works, but transformed by faith, where Christian churches are united in purpose to engage active and actively live out their faith by serving those in need in Hancock County. That is our vision, and what a beautiful vision that is to see Hancock County as a united group of individuals serving through their churches and actively living out Jesus' call on their lives. So what does that look like at Love, Inc.? Well, it looks like Brown's Chapel serving 16 families with starter kitchen sets 
individuals who've moved to this area or needing to start over, you have been able to provide those, car those starter kitchen sets that say, you are loved, you are valued, you are welcome here in Hancock County, you are welcomed by the churches. So sometimes it's, we just see pots and pans and silverware, but it's so much more to that mom that has left a domestic, uh, domestically um, abusive situation and is starting over. She gets to come pick up those items, know that they came with love from Brown's Chapel, gets prayed over. Children, her children get Bibles that were provided by a church in town. She gets a Bible. So what may just be some silverware that you've donated speaks volumes to the young lady that is hurting from this abusive situation that's moved into our community. It looks like volunteers answering the phones. I was thinking through some of our volunteers and all the different churches they represent, and we've had a couple new ones join us recently, and I think we're up to about nine different churches that are represented by the people answering the phones. And that is just amazing. I just love that. And our staff, there's four of us. I know we're huge. Um, there's four of us, we're, but we're mighty. And... Um, and we represent four different churches in Hancock County. Isn't that wonderful? The churches that are coming together in this ministry, working together, serving alongside each other. It's building a ramp or moving furniture, running errands. It's walking along someone who's trying to make a change. Someone that's in our budgeting and finance program that needs a mentor to encourage them that when they take a step back after taking two steps forward, they get encouragement, not judgment, but they're still held accountable. It's a church developing a gap ministry like Brown's Chapel did with the kitchen starter set. Gap ministries are when we work with the church and identify a need that's not being met in the community, and then that church takes that challenge to develop that ministry, just like Brown's Chapel did um, a little over a year ago, or a couple years ago. And there's so many stories of how lives have been transformed, and I'm gonna let Randy speak to that a little bit. For those of you who um, don't know what her position is, she's our clearinghouse coordinator at Loving. So all files that we um, that get opened up in our office go through her hands. And last year, there were around uh, 450 families that we served through Love, Inc., and that means Randy's hands touched every one of those, and so she knows the stories. She sees the transformation, so I'm going to let her share some of that before I then come back up and um, speak a little bit more about Love, Inc. Yeah, I am so excited about our church because um, we have helped so many people, and I just want to reiterate something that David said, only Christ can transform hearts. But each of, us, each of us must be willing to take the necessary steps towards change. And I can tell you there are so many stories, but I'm going to share just a few. Um, 
try to get through it real quickly. So this is a couple. During the intake, they spoke of mistrust about a church. They called Love Inc. for a gas card since the husband had recently um, found a job and he needed to get to Indianapolis to do a physical and a drug test. So because his company required that, yeah, you can be working here, but you need to go over there, he had no money, so he called us. Um, we were able to verify with his new employer, and um, he later came to pick up the gas card. Now, that was like a week later, but he brought his wife. Because a part of our conversation is always looking to point people to Christ. And during that conversation, I said to him, I said, I understand based on your statement that you have a mistrust, but I just want you to know that the churches in this area will really work together and there's great support there. So you may want to give that another chance. Well, he brought his wife, which gave me an opportunity to speak with her. So as we we're giving her a Bible from Park Chapel and the gas card is provided through Park Chapel as well, I was able to pray on the porch with them and I said to them, I said, you know what? I gave you a couple names of churches. I'd like to connect you with a pastor and, you know, just see where that leads. Just, just you know, take that step of faith. Well, he was kind of forced to do it. He got the gas card. The car was working when he left Greenfield. But when he got to his, ready to do his appointment, the car broke down on the way. The other, only number he had was the pastor's number for the church that I had connected him with. <laughs> Because that's how God does it. He called the pastor. The pastor answered. The pastor happened to be free. Picked him and his wife up. Took him to the appointment. And a week later, they began, they began this bond where now the wife is going to the church. And the man said, the last I heard, he said that as soon as he can get Sundays off, he's going to begin attending church too. This is a man who had a distrust in church because of some hurt he, he got when he was in his teenage years. And so that's what transformation looks like. I mean, there's so much more with that story. I will leave it there. If you want to talk more about it, see us outside. I want to move on to another um, one. A single mom seeking asylum. Um, she came here from Haiti. I don't know how she got to the Greenfield area, but she came here with her two little girls um, and she was assisted with dishes. So when you hear me ask for those items, you guys have been doing awesome. Let's go ahead. You know, I'm a great cheerleader. Let's do this. Um, get out there, get the dishes. Um, and because this mom, she was able to get a Dutch oven from somebody who donated it. I don't know whom. When she opened the items, she came to um, Love Inc. to pick up the items, the kitchen items from, from Brown's Chapel. When she opened it, she was like, I've been wanting one of these because I want to cook. And I'm an island girl, so I understand that. I want to be able to cook real food is what her children call it. With, and so she got the items that she needed. And um, so it was dishes from us, um, furniture from Faith Baptist delivered by Brookville Road, a Bible from Park Chapel, and this woman just, she said, thank you so very much. You don't understand how this has made such a big difference to me. So what I'm talking about is like love touches, because I collect the items from us, but I also talk with churches and see who can do what and stuff like that. And so this is a single mom who's doing really well, and, 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 and now we're, we're just really happy to hear about that. 
Um, the other person I want to talk about is a man's attitude that was changed from the initial intake. Now, this one is a little bit more intricate, and I'm going to try to just break it down. Um, when he called, he was, he was not the easiest person to work with. I just get a few of those. Um, and uh, Linda is getting to understand what that's like, because she started volunteering a couple months ago. Um, and so he called. He wanted, he wanted it right then and there. He initially refused prayer, and, and later he called back and he said, you know what, about that prayer thing, could you pray for me? Of course, I'm going to jump into the. He didn't know he opened that door. He got a full sermon. No, not really, but yes, we, we were able to, to get um, him. Uh, not only did he begin to change in his thoughts, and he started to work with other community partners, including Salvation Army and the Hope House, and several churches connected with him. So he got uh, furniture from Faith Baptist. He got Bible and linen from Park Chapel. He even got a gas card from Park Chapel. He got kitchen items from us. He started recovery classes at Brandywine. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Go Brandywine. And he ended up getting a motorized um, wheelchair from Benito's friend Lynn. Amazing story of transformation. I can tell you so many more, but I just want you to know that there is hope out there. And Rhonda, that song, I almost couldn't get up here today because I just wanted to just, it, it's just such a powerful song because I just want to speak the name of Jesus. That's all I want to do. You give me a chance, I'm going to do it. I promise when I turn 50, that's what I want to do for the Lord, speak the name of Jesus. That's just a few stories. See me afterwards for more. <laughs> Those are just some wonderful examples of our churches and our communities working together to come around these individuals and to walk with them and lead them on their next step to transformation. And as you can see, we do get a little emotional about some of these individuals that we work with because Randy and I, Christy and Melissa, the other two, we are very passionate about what we do. We do this because it's a calling, because it's a ministry. Now, I'm going to take a few more minutes here. There is a um, situation in Acts 3 that is covered that I think is a wonderful example of helping with hope. It involves Peter, John, and a beggar. And it goes... When he, a beggar, saw Peter and John about to enter a temple, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. Give the, so the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. And then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Now that is helping with hope. Here we see Peter and John acknowledging the neighbor in need. And that's what we want to do at Loving. We want to acknowledge them and value them and say, we see you. We see that you have a need. We see that you are important. 
Reminds me of when my kids were little. I would say, eyeballs here. I want them right here because I'm making a point. Look at me right here. And that's what, that's what Peter says. He says, look at me because you can just see the vision of this man saying, you know, money, begging for money, but not looking up. But Peter says, no, look at me. I have something important. I want you to, I want you to hear and I don't want you to miss it. Because the beggar thinks what he needs is money, but Peter knows that he needs something more, that he needs Christ. And that's what our neighbors need to know. They may be calling because they need their utility bill, but they need so much more. And at Loving, we can offer that to them. And then Peter reaches out his hand to the beggar. He doesn't just say, bless you, pray over you. He reaches out his hand and physically touches the man and lifts him up. So it's Peter's hand reaching out, but it's Christ's power that's transforming him. But it can be each of us reaching out our hand, and we don't want to miss that point. So today, you're all here for a reason. The Lord brought you here. Whether you're here in the pews or you're at home listening, what is it that you need to hear today? What is it that you need to get out of this message? What is it that your hand needs to do? Does it need to pick up a hammer and help build a ramp? Is it your hands that need to come together and be a prayer warrior for us? Is it your hand that needs to give a pat on the back and be a mentor and encourage somebody as they walk along? I don't know what that answer is for you. We each have to seek the Lord's guidance on that, on what does he want us to do with our hand? What does he want us to do with our time, with our talent, our treasure? We've all been given those things uniquely and in different measures at different times of our life. So where are you now? What is the call that he has for you to not only be a part of Brown's Chapel in this ministry here, but to be a part of this ministry in Hancock County. There's no mistake that you live here in Hancock County. He has placed you here for a reason. James tells us to not just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. So what are your next steps? We're called to steward wisely, not just our finances, but our times and our talents. Will you be the hand that reaches out to a neighbor that the Lord can use to transform a life? Because he can certainly use your hands to do that. Love Inc. has needs. We all have needs like every ministry that you're ever going to hear from. We all need finances to keep our doors open, to keep for operating expenses. And I thank you for Brown Chapel's support and for the individuals that are part of Brown's Chapel that support us. One of our biggest needs right now is for mentors in our finance and budgeting class to walk alongside of some of these neighbors. You don't need any special skills, just a willing heart to answer that call. We also need host families for our Family Hope Program so that parents have a safe place for their children to go as they work through difficult situations that they have going on in their life so that they can get those straightened back out, so they can get those straightened out and have their kids back in their home. The list goes on and on. There's always a need for 
um, various skills and talents. Maybe you're great at Salesforce or you're great at event planning. It can run the gamut of the skills and the abilities that can be used through this ministry of love in the name of Christ. Randy and I are going to be out uh, front at the table for any of you that want to come up and even just introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you. I've met a few of you. And you can ask us questions. You can pick up some information about what we're doing and what's going on. And we can have a conversation about how you might want to be a part of that. But Hancock County needs people. It needs the church. It needs you and it needs me to reach out to people and just say, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope and power of the Holy Spirit. It's that hope in Christ that we want to deliver and give glory to the Lord. So thank you for allowing me to come here and speak. It's been a wonderful service, and um, I am so appreciative of all that Browns Chapel is doing in this uh, community. You guys have exciting things going on, and I just thank you for your time today.